0: hey guys welcome to another episode of movies in the meal a podcast where we talk about movies and other things while we eat i'm your co-host ben and as always i'm joined by keith hey and brad
1: what's up
0: it's our special episode of the year um it is our oscar picking episode you're going to be hearing this on sunday march 12th the night of the oscars and if it's oscar picking time that means that we have friend of the podcast kelly with us kelly hello how are you doing
2: I haven't left. I've just been hanging out. This
1: <laughs> time. Yep. Two, two time champ. Two time. Yeah, two yeah, time. Yeah. Two time champ. Behind the scenes, you know, Kelly
0: had just recorded what. I guess as you're hearing it now, it would have been last week's episode uh, about Creed three, but uh, you know, we're just uh, trying to get our money's worth out of Kelly just, here. Just remember, just
1: remember Kelly, you got to hold the title up front. Uh, it's, it's, don't don't hold it backwards. You hold
0: I will
2: never do back it back wrong. Front. I promise. Yeah. So. <laughs> so
0: as Brad mentioned, you know, we do this pick 'em every year, the last three years. And the winner has the option of selecting a movie for the, for the rest of us to watch. Um, Kelly hasn't cashed in her two wins yet, but I mentioned to her that if she three-peats, then we could do a trilogy of some kind. So <laughs> um I don't know if you've already started to think about your your possible selections with that or whatever, Kelly, but um, it's a one, possibility.
1: Rocky one, three, and four.
2: So. <laughs> we're not skipping two. Oh,
3: well, okay.
1: Well, to, uh, <laughs> exactly. Well, we got well. <laughs> to see rocky win. we know he wins
0: the format is going to go as usual um brad is going to read off the categories for us we will rotate on who speaks first the three of us though so brad is going to weigh in on on his on his picks yep, um,
1: i'm bringing up the rear
0: and then also brad has um some specific odds just in case you're trying to figure out who might win or whatever so um you have actually last year's totals right brad i
1: do yes and i believe these are correct i'm trying to go back in the memory blank and. Uh, Twitter did not let me go back that far so I had to go back and do it but uh Kelly last year won with seven correct seven out of nine so she uh she was uh she was she was doing pre- she was doing pretty good last year uh I finished it second with six out of nine one one behind Kelly mm-hmm. uh if my bold prediction of Nicole Kidman winning uh, Best Actress uh, would have hit, it might have been a different story. But uh, you can't you can't look at the past. So bringing up the rear, um, our, our, our two uh, veteran ho- veteran hosts and veteran moviegoers. Uh, veteran hosts? Is that what you're saying? Was, uh, that's <laughs> what I was thinking. Vet- veteran host. <laughs> our two veteran hosts. Ben and Keith brought up the rear, unfortunately, last year, uh, getting uh, four correct. I thought we had five. I didn't realize we were that bad. Yeah. But so anyway. I know, like I said, my results might be off a little bit, but but like I said, I think this year, I think Ben and Keith now finally decided they're going to take things serious after uh, bringing the elves for the past two years. Not so
0: much serious, but um, you know, the the, the quote the SAS model um who dares wins. And I dared to be different uh, as a separator. Just didn't work out. So
1: (laughs) So, so now now you're going back to norm then.
0: And we only pick nine categories, which are the four acting categories, best actor, supporting actor, best actress, supporting actress, animated feature film, the two screenplay categories, directing, and then best picture. And that's the one we're going to close out on. Uh, And
1: we actually have a tiebreaker this year just in case. We'll get into that I don't know if you want to get into that later or now. Why don't
0: we just say it now? So the the tiebreaker, um, and this is more work for Brad, thanks in advance to Brad, but we're going to pick what movie is going to win the most Oscars, and then we're going to have a total, um, how many Oscars they could win. I think we should just go ahead and get started, and um, I'll let Brad start reading the Actor in a Leading Role
1: nominees, and then Kelly can give her opinion first. Yep, Uh, for the category of Actor in a Leading Role, the nominees are Austin Butler, for Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inishirin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Maskill for Aftersun, and Bill Nye in Living. Kelly, what's your thoughts on this?
2: Well, I'm going to I'm gonna pull a U and I'm going to make a bold prediction. I think it's gonna be Austin Butler.
1: Wow. Okay. All right. Now what Ben didn't mention is usually what we do is we usually have two picks we have our official pick but we also have who we who we want to win so you you're thinking austin butler is going to win who do you want to win
2: honestly austin butler i i liked elvis but i think it will be him because he won the bafta and I don't think anybody thought he would do that. So I think, I think he's got some momentum and I don't think it'll be Brendan Fraser.
1: Yeah, Butler won the BAFTA and the Golden Globe for drama. And uh, Brendan Fraser is the only other one in the category who has won, um, well, that's a lie. Colin Farrell won a Golden Globe for comedy and uh, Brendan Fraser won the SAG. I think my official pick
0: will also be Austin Butler. I think the momentum is with him. My, who I want to win would be Colin Farrell for Bances of Isha Heron, but I think the problem with Colin Farrell as well as Brendan Fraser and even Bill Nye is that these guys are long-established actors who probably will probably divide the votes between each other and I think that will actually clear the way for Austin Butler who I enjoyed in Elvis but again maybe just my own personal preferences to Colin Farrell a guy who's you know I've seen since Tigerland the Joel Schumacher movie from 2000 you know I've always enjoyed his work I just hope he would win but um I think it's gonna be Austin Butler so um what about you Keith
3: well you know um I've not seen The Whale and I just for personal reasons I won't see it but I I I've been happy to see Vernon Fraser working the circuit on the war circuit he's been really happy and it's been well deserved career-wise I've seen all the others um I don't I liked Bill Nye I don't think that's a movie's kind of slight I don't think has enough uh, pull for him to get this and I, I like after sun too, but Hill also. It's kind of not really a showy role. I don't think he'll he'll go to the front. So I think the leaders are, as as you guys have said, uh, the kid Austin Butler and Brendan Fraser. I will go with Brendan Fraser. I think he he is a, he pulled in the lead, and I think he's a sentimental favorite, and that has a lot of pull with the Oscars. So i say should Austin Butler, but will Brendan Fraser?
1: I'm torn on this one. Uh, the Whale was, one of the two movies I did not get a chance to see. Heard the performance is wonderful, but I've not seen it. So I, I don't know for certain. I, I, I would want to lean towards Brandon Fraser, but I've not seen him. So I can't really judge that. So I got to go on what I know. And, and my pick would be Austin Butler. I really love his performance in Elvis. I, I can see Fraser winning and... um it, it it definitely would probably be um, worthy, but uh, like I said, I, I just got to go with what I know, and I know Austin Butler, so I'm going to go Austin Butler. For who I want, I'm going to go with Colin Farrell. I, it's, I, I love his performance in, in Banshees. I think it's, uh, it's definitely a an underrated performance, and I think just the way he connected with all the cast was pretty good, so that's going to be my want. I want Colin Farrell to win, but my pick will be uh, Austin Butler.
0: So give us some odds, Brad.
1: I'll give you some odds real quick. Uh, no prior Oscar winners in this category, which is going to be a common theme for most categories. Uh, the Academy did a pretty good job of uh, bringing some newcomers in there. As far as odds, the favorite is uh, Brendan Fraser. Uh, he is at uh, minus 180, which I'll do my best to try to explain this. I'm not a betting man. But um, basically, if you put down, uh, you would have to put down $180 to get $100. That's the uh the minus side. On the plus side, for instance, uh the guy who is number 2 is Austin Butler, plus 120, I believe. If you put down uh $100, you would get 120 back. So those those are the negatives and positives for the odd. Austin Butler is second as I said with 120 and then uh Colin Farrell is in third with a uh, plus 1400.
0: Keep it keep it rolling, Brad. So what's next?
1: All right, next up is actor in a supporting role, and the nominees are uh Brendan Gleeson for uh, the Banshees of Inisharan, uh, Brian Tyree Henry for Causeway, Judd Hirsch for the Fablemans, Barry Keoghan the Banshees of Inisharan, and uh, Kiki Kwan for Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. The winners of the prior awards here, and uh, uh, Barry Keoghan won uh, a BAFTA, and uh, Kiki Kwan has been uh, has won everything else: uh, Golden Globe and SAG honors. Ben. I believe uh, you're up on this one. What's your thoughts?
0: Yeah, I think this is the easiest category to pick. And I think it is going to be Kihi Kwan. I mean, he seems to be one of the lockiest locks we have. It's a great story, obviously. And we've talked about it. You know, here's a kid who was in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom and Goonies and kind of transitioned away from being in front of the camera to... Being behind the camera, you know, Brad, there was a great behind-the-scenes photo, I think, where he was helping with a stunt choreography for the original X-Men movie. And he's just been around. It's a great performance for him. He gets to do a bunch of stuff because they're doing multiverses. So not only does he play kind of a downtrodden husband, but he gets to play, you know, a kind of dashing suave guy, um, you know, in in a Hong Kong version of this movie, and there's just some other great stuff he's funny he just kind of holds it together so um i think he he is my pick to win and even though i will take my victory lap and say that i called judd hirsch's nomination when i saw the Men's um i also want kihi kwan to win for a lot of reasons for those same reasons and he just seems like a nice guy so exactly. you know that, that that's <laughs> it for me so um I guess Keith and then Kelly. So Keith, what's you pick?
3: All right. Well, you know, sporting, uh, sporting categories are always fun and this definitely is this year. You know, I always love Brian Tyree Henry and if you haven't seen Causeway on the Apple Plus, he's fantastic in that. You know, Barry Keoghan managed to steal a lot of Ben of ben- 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 Sharon, which is a real feat with uh, Gleason and Farrell going toe-to-toe. And Ben's right. Judd Hirsch made a lot of about 10 minutes in, in that movie. But it's all about Ki Kwan. I've, I've been team everything, everywhere, all at once from the beginning and I still am. He's favorite to take the crown and i think he should and he will all right uh kelly what's your thoughts oh yeah
2: ab- absolutely same kihi kwan to win kihi kwan should win and uh i think he's also going to give the best speech of the night and i will almost definitely cry
1: <laughs> i'm going to make this a clean sweep for our thoughts yeah i think kihi kwan is going to win this he definitely puts on an amazing performance i wanted to say brian tyree henry for my want because he does put in a Pretty daggum good performance in Causeway, but I got to, I got to agree with you all. I think I want key quantum to win too. It's just an amazing story. Just, uh, reinvention and just coming back and becoming uh and just coming back and putting in a health performance so uh so yeah i think we're all going to sweep here with uh kihi kwan for uh supporting actor as far as prior oscar wins uh once again a big uh, goose egg for every single one of these so we'll have a first time winner as far as odds as you all could probably imagine uh kihi kwan uh overwhelming favorite at negative 2000 so he is definitely the the big front runner. Um, number two is uh, Barry Keoghan for um, the Banshees at Inisherin. He's at plus fourteen hundred. Next up is actress in a leading role, and the nominees are uh, Kate Blanchett for Tar, Anna de Armas for Blonde, Andrea Riseborough for Two Leslie, uh, Michelle Williams for The Fablemans, and uh, Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. As far as award season, it's been pretty split here. Kate uh, Blanchett won the Golden Globes in dra and drama, and the BAFTA for a performance in Tar. And uh, Michelle Yeoh won the uh, Golden Globe for comedy and the SAG Award for everything, everywhere, all at once. So, uh, Keith, what's your thoughts?
3: All right. Well, this is a fun category for sure. You know, it may be even because of the drama. Blonde, I love Andarmus, but that is one of the worst movies I've seen in the last five years, not just this year. It is a hateful movie, so I'm just going to move on. I haven't seen To Leslie, but I've heard from Brad and other people I trust that Andre Rosberg was great. So she's definitely a contender. And I, I was happy to see Michelle Williams sneak in here. I was glad it was um, you know, actually in the lead category because she really carries the Fablemans quite a bit, and she's fantastic in that. Moving on to Danielle Dettweiler or Violet could have been here. This really is a race between Kate Blanchett and Michelle Yeoh. And Kate Blanchett clearly had the lead early on. You know, People were talking about Tar and how this was a remarkable performance, and it is. But Michelle Yeoh went on a real journey in that uh, everything ever all at once. It was an emotional journey and a great one and I'm with her all the way. She should win and she will win.
2: It's going to be Michelle Yeoh. I do want to say Anna de Armas I think deserves her nomination and it is so hard to do to deliver an amazing performance in a movie that is otherwise absolute hot trash. The only other actress I can think that would be able to give that kind of performance, even with everything else working against her, is Meryl Streep. And I I feel bad for her because she deserves so much better than she got. But it'll be Michelle Yeoh, and I think it should be.
0: This one was hard. Um, Again, this is the <laughs> one where, you know, back in October, fresh out of watching Tar, I kind of crowned Cate Blanchett. But the, quite frankly... I think I agree with you guys. I think Michelle Yeoh is going to win, and I think she should win, too. You know, I like Kate Blanchett, but Kate Blanchett also has two Oscars, so, you know, it's time to spread the wealth a little bit. Um, I would only caveat that saying that, in a weird way, I know there was a lot of controversy with uh, Andrea Riseborough's nomination. And I listen, there is some weird scenario where Michelle Yeoh and Kate Blanchett cancel each other out mm-hmm. and maybe Andre Riseborough kind of sneaks in. So, you know, that happened a couple of years ago. There's always one um, surprise. <laughs> Most famously, I think a couple of years ago, right, we had all crowned Glenn Close to win uh, for the wife. And then Levia Coleman kind of came out of nowhere uh, for the favorite to win that, and I don't know. This could be it. This could be it. Who knows? Who knows? But um, Brad, what do you what do you think?
1: I'm torn on this one. Not just because of the performances, but uh, trying to play the game, I would lean towards <laughs> possibly going for Kate Blanchett, just maybe to pick up a point. But I really love Michelle Yeoh's performance and everything everywhere all at once. And um, as we'll find out in a couple minutes, Kate uh, Blanchett has won some Oscars already, so. I'm going to go with Michelle Yeoh for my pick, but I'm going to say for my want just so it be on the notes. I'm going to put down Kate Blanchett cuz she put in a hell of performance in uh Antar. There's some unintentionally hilarious scenes in that movie. Same mm-hmm. same thing with Michelle Yeoh, but in a in a drama like that where as everything everywhere all at once can be have a comedy effect to it, I it's some of those moments made me just laugh just hard. Mm-hmm. So so I'm going to say Michelle is my pick, but I'm going to say Kate Blanchett is uh, my want. For, to win so
3: and i will say you know three categories in there's only one dissension me with brendan fraser so we were all we're all on the same track here yeah but let's see where we go
1: as far as like i said oscar winners uh Kate blanchett has two oscars uh one four best actress i believe the other one is supporting, supporting. yeah Just. and everybody else has zero so as far as odds the uh favorite is uh, michelle yo at um uh minus 125 Kate blanchett's in second right up Hot on her heels with a, at minus one fifteen. It's wow. neck and neck. As far as number three, Ben, you're kind of correct. Uh, Andrea Rasborough is uh, is right now at third with plus twenty nine hundred. So she's got mm-hmm. a long way to go, but she is um, she could be the dark horse in this category.
2: God, can you imagine the chaos if she wins though? And I I saw <laughs> to Leslie. I thought it was great. I thought her performance was great, but oh, people would be mad. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> well we got over the slap so you know let's we'll move on <laughs> so next up is best actress in a supporting role and the
1: nominees are angela bassett black panther wakanda forever hong chow for the whale carrie condon for the banshees of inner jamie lee curtis for everything everywhere all at once and stephanie shu for everything everywhere all at once kelly
2: I think it'll be Angela Bassett. I think it'll be a body of work Oscar, although I thought she was great in Black Panther, but yeah, I, I don't see her losing. As far as should win, I don't know. I don't want to root against Angela Bassett, but I'm also kind of pulling for Jamie Lee Curtis.
0: Yeah, as far as the who who I think should win, um, Angela Bassett's another one who seems to be picking up a lot of momentum. And, um, you know, it it's what Kelly said, Um this might be more of a lifetime achievement award. I mean, she's only been nominated once and that was basically 30 years ago. What's Love got to do it when she played uh, Tina Turner? She's great. I mean, this is a hard category because I, I enjoyed all these performances really. You know, and Jamie LeCurse is another one that like this is her first Oscar nomination, which mm-hmm. is kind of uh, kind of shocking in itself. You know, if I had to pick who I'd want to win, um I'm just going to go and I'm just going to go ahead and say Angela Bassett for both.
3: All right. Well, I think you guys are right. You know, Angela Bassett, I wouldn't say it's preordained, but it was a regal performance. And it's well deserved even if it is a um you know lifetime achievement sort of thing. If they weren't in the same movie, I wouldn't count out uh Jamie Lee Curtis or Stephanie Shu either. I, I just love Stephanie Shu. And Carrie Condon, the way what she does and kind of cuts into the movie, there's a lot of heavy stuff going on in bitches of Vinish Sharon, but like Barry Kiogan, she really steps up and goes toe-to-toe with both of those, and her wit is great. I will say, if I had a vote, I would vote for Stephanie Shu. The ending of Everything Everywhere All at Once is my favorite scene of the entire year. And the way the two of them get there, with her and Michelle Yeoh, it would both be well-deserved. But Angela Bassett will win, even though Stephanie Shue should. I think
1: Angela Bassett's going to win. Any one of the, and Ben, like you said, any one of these, I didn't see the whales, so I don't know about Hong talent performance, but everyone else, I think, is is worthy of getting a win. And uh, because Jamie Lee Curtis and Stephanie Shue are in the same movie, I think they're going to cancel each other out. And I think Angela Bassett's going to get a win. And... Even though some might say it's just like a lifetime achievement win, I think she did a wonderful job, and I know everybody else here probably thinks she did an mm-hmm. excellent job in Black Panther. As far as want to win, I'm I'm gonna lean with Keith on this one. I would I would love to see Stephanie Hsu get a win in this category. I think she put in a hell of a performance, and I think the last 20 minutes of uh, Everything Everywhere All at Once between Michelle Yeoh and Stephanie Hsu was probably pr- definitely one of the top three like scene moments of any of these Oscar movies for me. So in fact, it's it's the scene that. Uh, um, I, I had my mom watch the movie, and it's not a movie my mom would like. And I told my mom, giving her in, I was like, "Ma, stick around for the last 20 minutes. You're not going to like a lot of this movie, but if you stick around for the last 20 minutes, I think you will enjoy it in the end. And she said that was very sweet, and I'm glad you told me that because I would have changed it probably 30 minutes in. So I'm going to go with Angela Bassett for my pick to win, but I would kind of want to see Stephanie Shue Stephanie win. Angela Bassett won for a Golden Globe. Carrie Condon won the BAFTA, and Jamie Lee Curtis won the SAG. The odds-on favorite is um, Angela Bassett at um, plus one thirty-five. So there's no there's no negative money on here. Uh, all all the uh, whatever bait, bet you place, you're going to get a little money with it. So uh, Bassett is the the front runner at plus one thirty-five. Um, there's a tie for second between Carrie Condon and Jamie Lee Curtis. They're at both plus one seventy-five. So the next mm-hmm. one is animated feature film. The nominees Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel, The Shell with Shoes on, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and Turning Red. And I believe Ben,
0: again, playing it safe, maybe trying to play the odds, but I mean, Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio seems to be the choice around here. I saw turning red um i didn't get to see marcel with this marcel with the shell with shoes on but um it just really intrigued me I, you know it's a different kind of animated movie you know stop stop motion and some other stuff like that plus you know jenny slate's attached to it so i, I always liked her um i think pinocchio will be the winner um i would be happy to see uh, Marcel with the show shoes on as the as the winner though
3: it was a race to the finish to see all these but I usually see all the animated movies I finally watched the CBs this morning and that is the weak link of the field as everybody knows around here at least I love Guillermo del Toro and this is one of his very best movies it's up there with Pan's Labyrinth or any of them it's a dark movie it's really fun it's got great puppet animation and it's definitely going to win the best picture Marcel's shell is a fun and cute little movie I enjoyed that Puss in Boots is exactly the kind of anime movie I like, also. It's just big fun, lots of laughs, very, very fun to watch. I didn't care for Turning Red, and Sea Beast is just an average animated movie at best. It belongs on Netflix. I'm glad Netflix got a cat nomination here, but it, it really doesn't stand up. GDT's Pinocchio is miles above in this category. I think it should and will win.
2: Uh, I'm going to agree that Pinocchio Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio will win. This is the category I easily know the least about, but if Keith says it should win, I will agree with him.
1: All right. Uh, do you have any movie you want to win for the animated category? No. Okay. We'll, we'll just put you down for Pinocchio, just, just for a So I'm in agreement with everybody else. As usual, I'm going to go with Pinocchio. Not many movies make me cry in the end. As I get older, it's more and more last 20 minutes, to, well, actually not even that, like the last 10 to 15 minutes of Pinocchio had me bawling. It's very well done. It's very heartfelt. I really enjoyed it. Where, where Kihi Kwan might be the runaway for best supporting, I'm going to have to uh, respectfully disagree. This is probably going to be the most lopsided category of the group, Um, and I think Pinocchio is is definitely going to hands down win However, I'm gonna go with Ben. I'm gonna want Marcel the Shell, uh, Marcel the Shell with shoes on. Tongue twister there. the movie's got heart to it, which you, you, for that movie you would not think it would. It's it just it seems <laughs> like it's it's an out there movie, but the, but the message is good. And I, that's where Pinocchio was real good. And it's definitely the 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 juggernaut that should win this. I'm gonna go with Marcel the Shell with shoes on as my one. As far as winners for this category, Pinocchio has swept them—Golden uh, Globe and Baftas—and Pinocchio is also the heavy favorite at negative two thousand. Second is uh, Marcel the Shell with Shoes on at plus thirteen hundred, and then uh, third is Puss in Boots: The Last Wish with plus eighteen hundred. Uh, next category up: Writing for Adapted Screenplay, and the nominees are All Quiet on the Western Front. Glass Onion and Knives Out mystery, Living,
3: Top Gun Maverick, and Women Talking. All right. Well, this is another fun category for sure. I'm I'm all for the popcorn movies getting recognition. I'm really happy that Glass Onion and Top Gun Maverick are both in here, and I finally understand why they're adapted screenplays. So I can move beyond that. Living Living is an okay movie. It was really slight. It um, didn't have enough for me to be nominated in this category. But I I did love the uh, All Quiet in the Western Front. Finally managed to see it a few days ago, and it is as powerful and just impactful as any war war movie could be. That said, I'm going to just pick as a wild card um, the only one in this category I didn't see. I didn't manage to see Sarah Polly's um, Women Talking, but I love Sarah Polly, and since she was nominated for Best Picture, and I don't think she'll win there, I think she will win in this category, and I'd be happy to see it but she should she will win um in an ideal world i would like to see top gun maverick win that's just a perfect combination of action and good script and just
2: fun i agree that women talking will probably win for should win i don't know i kind of want to say glass onion because i feel like that's just a a fun you know a fun time i hear that it's based on a really good book so i'm going to say women talking should win too
0: Okay, here we go. I'm gonna go out there. This is gonna be a wild pick, maybe, but um, oh, no. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pick Alqua on the Western Front as the actual winner i don't know just because why not um you know well it's you know it's adapted obviously it's a it's a it's a movie that is a remake um it's also one that's in various languages and you know i don't know if they'll appreciate the technical part and it's an epic movie but i agree with these guys um i'd like to see a popcorn thing be nominated um you know top gun maverick was kind of shut out even though most people say it kind of saved box the saved the movie Mm -hmm. theaters last year um it didn't really get a lot of award recognition um that would be nice and um you know i happen just saw women talking you know this is where maybe i'll regret my pick because i also think that's a very very good movie and we'll probably win the dialogue is very sharp and um it is focused on women their stories and um you know just kind of explaining what's going on and and the hints of what the trouble is but um officially i'm gonna go all quiet on the western front is my my selection so
1: who was your want?
0: Um, I said, I'll say Top, top five. Yeah. Okay,
1: I thought that was what it was, but...
0: Yeah. I mean, I think probably, I. this is a big gamble for me. This is the first uh, zag, I think, for most of us. And <laughs> it, it probably will be women talking, but my, my pick is all quiet.
1: Yeah, go. I'm going to wait a little bit on my zag. Uh, my, my, my initial zag was going to be Austin Butler, but then everybody else went with him. So I was like, oh, okay. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with women talking too. It's definitely, like Ben said, just it's dialogue driven and it's very on point and very spectacularly done just cutting in and out and all that it's 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 well done so that's that's going to be my pick as far as what I want to win i'm going to go with kelly what kelly initially said i love glass onion i i really do enjoy it in fact it was it was the front runner for a long time for me i know it probably won't win but i just love the just the 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 different characters it just mesh well and it's just the speaking parts are wonderful it's just a good movie so yeah, that's a uh, glass onion is going to be my want, but my official pick will be uh women talking as far as uh the award season all quiet on the western front won the bafta odds the favorite is uh women talking at uh minus 170. second is uh all quiet on the western front at plus 110 so it's it's not far behind so ben you, you might be right it might actually uh might break out a um, uh a win there and uh Third is uh, Glass Onion and Knives Out Mystery at uh, plus twenty three hundred. The next category is writing original screenplay, and the nominees are The Banshees of Inna Sharon, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, and Triangle of Sadness. So, I Kelly's up. Kelly, uh, what's your thoughts on these movies?
2: Everything Everywhere All at Once. It's I I think it will win. I think it should win. I loved. I loved the story concept and I loved the writing everything about it I thought was just really great and powerful and funny but also serious as appropriate throughout the movie it's it's one of the rare Oscar movies that I feel like I have not seen anything like in a long long time probably ever so I I think it will win and it definitely should
0: yeah I agree with Kelly I think everywhere everything everywhere all at once will win um it's high concept for sure uh i enjoyed the rest of the other movies um you know tar is is written as a vehicle for cate blanchett and you know todd field maximizes her talents um through his writing and uh you know with isha heron is also good just for the you know exploration of like male male friendship and everything like that but on paper i mean maybe if i walked up to you guys two years ago and tried to explain to you what every everything everywhere all at once was about I don't know if i could have sold any of you guys especially not brad i know brad you were you know um you were kind of a convert to this movie so uh i think that's a tribute to um how good this movie is and why it deserves to win so
3: well i finally managed to see all of these i, I saw triangle of sadness on just on saturday and i'd say that's the weak link it really doesn't do much beyond its soak the ridge satire um you know faberman's i liked uh spielberg, spielberg really confronts his past in his best his best way yet and it's pretty touching and Banshees has a real dark wit to it, but the big two of here, of course, are Tar and Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Tar is very clever. It's a real, it's a mystery, along the being a different kind of Me Too kind of movie. It's very good, but Everything Everywhere All at Once is on a whole different plane for every every reason everyone else has said, and for that, it should and will win, building all the momentum for the big one.
1: I think this is one of the ones I'm going to zag, not because I love Everything Everywhere All at Once because that is a great movie and that would be my want to win, but usually the screenplay awards is it's it's very much up in the air and i really think that the banshees of Inisherin deserves some recognition and i don't think it's going to be director i'm pretty sure it's not going to be pictures so i think everything everywhere all at once is definitely going to be is definitely in the running for both picture directors so i'm going to go for banshees of Inisherin for my pick for my want it's it's definitely uh everything everywhere all at once as far as award season, the Banshees and Asheron have won the Golden Globe and the BAFTA. The odds on favorite is everything, everywhere, all at once at um, minus 135. But uh, close behind in second, actually, is the Banshees of Asheron at negative 110. So, and, and third is actually a tie between the Fablements and TAR at both plus 2300. Next up is directing. And the nominees are Martin McDonough for The Banshees of Inner Shurn, Everything Everywhere All at Once by uh, Daniel Kwan and uh, Daniel Scheinert, uh, Steven Spielberg for The Fablemans, Todd Field for Tar*. And um, Ruben Oslin for Triangle of Sadness. So Ben, I believe you're up on this one.
0: I think a lot of people, I think early on, were maybe saying that Steven Spielberg should win. And, you know, he's been putting out some great work kind of late in his career. He's still at the top of his game. It's a very personal story for him. But in the end, I just felt the movie was maybe too meta. It was like too of what he usually does. And for that, um, I'm going to have to go with the Daniels again, uh, just because to have them execute such a high concept and do it successfully you know it, it's weird it gets weird and they were able to put it all together um I have to give the nod to them so that's what it is and as far as who do I want to win um I'm also going to give it to to them so
3: all the heavyweights are here I'd say Oslin is the weak link just because I really didn't care for triangle of sadness you know I, I would love to see Ever Berger get in for all quiet Western Front to take his place and you know Ben is right I thought Spielberg was the leader um it's a real personal movie and it's one of his it's one of his best not not top flight but close and martin mcdonough you know the um Sharon is a personal movie for him too because it's about life in rural ireland so those two are a little similar i think they'll um kind of count each other out so it's down to tar versus everything everywhere all at once and tar is very clever I, it's a real accomplishment for Topfield, but it's a little dark to take this award i think the daniels will continue to roll and everything everywhere all at once should and will win
2: i think in general this might have been one of the years that i'd think there would be a split between picture and director because it seems like tar and everything everywhere all at once are both front runners but i really don't think there will be and i think daniel kwan and daniel scheinart are gonna win for everything everywhere all at once and i i think they will i think i think it's gonna win pretty much everything
1: okay Is it, that's who you want to win to the daniels yeah. okay.
2: yes it feels dangerous to go against Spielberg too, but <laughs> yeah. I, not so much this year.
1: Yeah, and I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna agree with everybody here. I think the Daniels are um are gonna win this. I think um it it is split. I think my want just to separate from my actual pick is gonna be Tar because that is Todd Field does a tremendous job with Tar. Spielberg does a great job with the Fablements, but it's um like Ben said, it's just it's. Just missing a little something, um, even though it's definitely a um, a piece from the heart. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm gonna go with Quan and uh, Shiner for um, everything ever all at once for my pick, and my uh, want to win would be uh, Todd Field for Tar. As far as award season, uh, Steven Spielberg won a Golden Globe for uh, The Fablemans. The Daniels, uh, Quan and uh, uh, Shiner have won for uh, won the director guilds as far as odds the daniels are in the lead at negative 1800 bringing in second is steven spielberg with uh, plus 850 and in third is actually todd field for tar at uh, plus 2900 now for the main event (laughs) what everybody's been waiting for best picture and the nominees are all quiet on the western front avatar of the way of water the banshees of enshran elvis Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle Sadness, and last but not least, Women Talking.
3: It's kind of an odd year for me simply because I missed two of them. I didn't see Avatar or Women Talking, but I'd say those are Dark Horses anyway. Triangle of Sadness I won't pile on, not one of my favorites. It's really nice to see two um, movies that combine artistry and popcorn in this category. Top Gun Maverick and Elvis are both sensational. And as with other categories, I thought Spielberg had the edge going in, but it's really now a four-way battle between Banshees, Tar, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and the one that has risen the fastest, All Quiet on the Western Front. I would say the top two contenders are Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, and All Quiet on the Western Front. And I'll stick with the Daniels because I love them, and they're never going to give Best Picture to Netflix. I, I, I don't think they will because Netflix is out to screw movie theaters, and they have it all They have out for Netflix. I, I sort of get it. So as I love all quiet on the Western Front, but the Daniels will win, and I think they should win everything yeah. everywhere for uh,
1: for your pick, Keitha. What's your one? Is it everything everywhere as
3: well? It is. I was okay. I was gonna go to all quiet, but I'm all I'm with the Daniels all the way. Okay.
2: I initially was thinking it might be Fableman's going into this early on because we know how Hollywood loves movies about movies, <laughs> and this is a big one. But I think it it fizzled out so much earlier than it would need to in order to have a real shot. I think Everything Everywhere All at Once will and should.
0: Pretty much same for the, all the reasons I I uh, said before about this movie. And, you know, they swung big and they executed it well. The thing about The Fablemans, like I said, um, you know, it, it just it is very personal, but also feels very standard. Everything Everywhere All at Once, I think will win. Um, if I had a 1B as far as like who else, like, I don't know got disqualified um top gun maverick would be the other one i would want to win but um everything everywhere all at once officially for both
1: as much as i want to kind of go against the grain or pick something different just for um to be different and uh for for our running tally here <laughs> i can't everything everywhere all at once is an amazing movie it deserves anything and everything it gets it's a movie that my mom actually liked which is kind of hard because we're not in the same wavelength when it comes to our, our movie taste so So I'm going to go for my official pick is everything everywhere all at once for my want though. And I'm going to go out there, but I am very biased when it comes to movies I love and seeing there uh, and and choosing. So for my want to win, I'm going to go with Elvis and I know it has no chance in hell of winning, but (laughs) I really enjoyed that movie. I think Austin Butler puts in an amazing performance and I know Tom Hanks gets some flack for his performance as Colonel Tom Parker but I enjoyed it I mean it's it's a good movie it's visually stunning it's it, does it bend truth a little yes but I still love it so um so my want to win will be Elvis but my official pick is uh everything everywhere all at once so as far as odds uh everything everywhere all at once is the front runner at uh negative 750. second is all quiet on the western front at uh plus 1100. And in third is the Banshees of Inishirin, uh plus eighteen hundred. Our tiebreaker uh, for this is we are going to do the movie that wins the most awards overall for all entire uh, all every category. So not just our nine. For instance, Everything Everywhere All at Once was nominated for eleven awards, so it would be the heavy front-runner for winning the most awards so um so what we would do for our tiebreaker is we're going to pick who which which movie wins the most oscars oscars yeah i'm going to mention it to the guys i think since she's our reigning champion kelly should get the first pick kelly for your tiebreaker who do you think going to win the uh most oscars overall
2: uh, i'm going to say everything everywhere all at once and I think it's going to get nine of the 11.
0: I will say the same movie, but I will go with a lower total. I'm going to go seven.
2: Well, it's
3: all prices right now. Um, <laughs> you know, it's everything, everything all at once, and I will go eight. You know what?
1: Screw it. I'm going to be a little different.
3: I'm going to go the uh, Banshees in a
1: Sheeran. And I'm going to go with six. I'm going to go with six.
0: So do you want to recap our official selections, Grant?
1: I can, yes. Let me
2: isn't this the first year that we all pretty much agree on everything
1: yeah pretty much so
3: yeah you know we're There's trying to play the game two diversions we're, play, yeah. we're playing yeah. the game now it's serious now yeah. you know you thought we were kidding you win twice yeah. it's pride yeah. <laughs> sticks are on the line now
2: it's
3: time for winning it's not about the fun the game anymore now it's time for the
1: win it's
0: not show. Yeah. Fr- it's not show friends it's show business
2: yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: you ain't first you last there you go all right
2: I said, don't make me pick a horror trilogy if I win, because I will do it. <laughs> Omens one through three, guys.
1: For actor in a leading role, our selections are, we'll, we'll just do our picks. Yeah. We won't do our ones. So for leading role, Kelly, Ben, and myself all went with Austin Butler and uh, Keith. The contrarian of the of the category went with Brendan Fraser, which is a good pick and the favorite. So for actor in a supporting role... Every single one of us went with Kihi Kwan, so the heavy favorite. So, so he'll lose. <laughs> it could happen. It could be uh, It could be Kogan. For actress in a leading role, um, we all went with Michelle Yeoh, um, and she is the favorite, but not by much. So actress in a supporting role, everyone went with Angela Bassett. Um, she is the favorite, but it is the closest um, of any of the categories, which is understandable. It's a very strong category strong group this year for animated uh everyone went with the heavy favorite pinocchio and if that does not win i will eat a hat uh for adaptive screenplay kelly keith and myself all went with women talking and uh ben is zagging to our zigs and went with all quiet on the western front original screenplay keith ben and kelly went with everything everywhere all at once and me uh trying to uh nail a half court uh jumper at the buzzer went with uh banshee's of initiator directing every single one of us went with uh the daniels uh kwan and uh Scheinert. and for best picture all of us went with everything everywhere all at once any thoughts uh any closing thoughts guys scals?
3: Well, if we're all wrong it's gonna be pretty embarrassing yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's fine it's a, like i said we, we differentiate a little bit but
1: i mean we we are the experts, so I mean we we should have a good grasp on that. And, and if we end up wrong and everything, well then we just need to know that we shouldn't group group mind and just uh <laughs> all together. So um, all right, uh, Ben.
3: I
2: mean, I feel like if we uh if we're all wrong, then the academy got it wrong and we got it right. Yeah, well, exactly,
3: that's true. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah.
0: So okay, all right. Well. Um, I think that's it. As always, you know, we appreciate Kelly, uh, you being on here. Uh, This is always one of our favorite episodes to do and we look forward to it each time. So um, do you want to plug uh, your podcast real quick?
2: Uh, Yes, you can. uh, If you want, listen to me on What You Should Read, a podcast about books and reading and Press Play and Scream, which is nothing but horror movies all the time.
0: Okay. What about us, Keith? Where can they find us?
3: All right. Well, you can find us at moviesandmealog at gmail.com and uh, Twitter at Movies and Meal. And do us to listen wherever you find your podcasts?
0: Okay. All right. So again, um, Kelly, thank you for uh, coming along again. So hats off to you, hopefully. And, and in the most respectful way possible, I hope you don't win this year. So
2: uh, <laughs> Too bad. Say, yeah, well, yeah.
1: As, as a man who doesn't care if we win or lose, good luck, Kelly. Um, good luck, Ben. Good luck, Keith um good luck to myself let's all have fun <laughs> um uh, I'll, I'll i'll ride the fence i'll be the be the uh, be the, the guy there and uh and if uh, hey look if uh, if you're listening to this episode and you got your opinions i uh, think we're completely wrong or completely right hey just uh, you can find us like keith mentioned on twitter uh or uh gmail so okay. all
0: right so i think for this episode of movies and a meal i'm ben and keith. brad peace see ya